Welcome to Life in Motion podcast, where we talk about different life issues through our perspective. We started this podcast because life be lifing whether you're ready for it or not. And we thought it would be a good idea to just join forces and try and navigate some of those issues. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Life in Motion podcast. We've been on a break, but we're back. You know how life is. Sometimes it gets in the way. But we're back and we're here to shine brighter than ever. So today's topic, we're talking about navigating romantic relationships. This topic, I don't know about you ladies, but for me, it's a bittersweet one. I just feel like I don't know anything when it comes to this. Like I told you guys mm-hmm. earlier, I'm always like, Jesus, take the wheel because I'm a baby. I don't know. So today, I guess we're going to share our answers. Um, to these questions from three different perspectives, three different sort of ages as well, different life experiences. And yeah, so I guess whatever we answer to any of these questions is coming from a personal place. And I feel like when it comes to this topic, that's what it should always be. It should always flow from your own perspective, your own values and what's within you. So the first question is, do you believe in the one or a soulmate? Do you think they're the same thing or two different things? I don't know if I believe in the one. I always felt like, I always feel like, because people have their own choices, right? Like people can make their own decisions on who they want to be with. So if your one decides that they don't want to be with you, then they marry somebody else. Does that mean that you no longer have a one? one. You know what I mean? I feel like you yeah. choose somebody and you you make that person, I guess, your the one. one. But I don't feel like there's this one person out in the world who is so perfectly matched for you. You can have a lot of matches. You just have to find that right match. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't believe in the one soulmate possibly. I don't know if they're the same thing. I know sometimes people use it interchangeably, but I don't know if it's the same thing. Maybe I'd say soulmate. Um, but the one... Uh, no, no. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Kit? Um, I agree and disagree as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's hear I, it. I, I think the word soulmate shouldn't just be limited to like relationships. I think it should be limited. You can have a friend who's literally like your who's your soulmate. It doesn't mm. have to be. Um, like a romantic relationship where you guys guys just see eye to eye like literally one person feels what the Mm. other person is going through like i don't have to explain i can just be on the phone and you know exactly what i'm going through and all these things so i think the word soulmates can uh is it kindred souls is that the term kindred souls yeah spirits kindred spirits where you're just really connected to the person so Mm. In terms of relationships, I agree with Donisha. Like, um, if 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 it's applied in the concept of uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, that means if you miss your soulmate, that upsets the the matching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mess up balance of life. No. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think personally, when it comes to relationships, we are we have potentials partners who could potentially be your husband or partners who can potentially be your wife. So it's like, um, yeah, that, well, that's what I believe in. Yeah, I think I agree with you guys. I don't believe in the idea of there being a one. 
I feel like it's almost like a fairy tale thing that's sold to society. How can there be just one person? Because even if you think about it, how many people you meet that you're um, compatible with? There's so many. Mm-hmm. And in terms of a soulmate as well, I agree with Kit that sometimes you just meet people not even in a romantic setting. It could be like your relative, your friends, and it just feels like your souls just align and you have this beautiful connection. I've always, there's a few friends that I always say, these are my soulmates, you know, Mm. and even I always give a different dynamic, like when you're from, say like a different family dynamic, like from an adopted background, even your adopted parent could feel like, you know, oh my God, this was meant to be, and this was some sort of divine thing that was meant to be, and that could even feel like a soulmate. So I feel like Mm. in the concept of soulmate, it could happen anywhere. That's not just a romantic setting, like Kit said. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've never thought about it that way, you know. I've never really? considered it. No, I've never considered it that way. I mean, now that you say it, I think about some of my friends and I think I could, you know what? Maybe I just use different language. Like me and my friends sometimes say safe places, like you found safe places. Um, yeah. So maybe. I would consider my safe places to be like my soulmates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I have a question. This is this is like a little bit off topic, but you have people talk about the one that got away, right? Yes. Do yeah. any of you have a one that got away? I don't cry over I don't cry over spilt milk, baby. <laughs> I don't have regrets in those senses. Maybe some people do have that feeling, but I always know I always do my best. So when it ends, it ends. And I have, my conscience is so clear, like this wasn't meant to be, you know, yeah. time to move on. But I feel yeah. like maybe some people can feel that way because I don't know, maybe they feel like there's unfinished business or there's more they could do or they could mm. have done. Maybe it comes from a place of guilt. I don't know. But I just feel like if something didn't work out and that's done, focus on the forward, the future, move on, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe it's like when two people meet, they are it's they seem like the perfect couple, but the timing is wrong. So now yeah. they are to break up. So it's like, oh, they are the one that got away. Like got away. the timing was off, but it could have worked. You know <laughs> what mm-hmm. I mean? That's how I feel like when people say that that could be one of the reasons why reasons say like, it. But do you happened. have one that you feel like this person got away? <laughs> I, I used to, I used to have one, but I, the more I think about it, I was like, oh, that was a really crap, is that swearing, crap relationship. <laughs> no, <laughs> because soon afterwards, it's like, oh, it could have worked. But when it could have worked, it, but. Like, um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. Some people would feel that way. Like, Yeah. I feel like, yeah, some people, uh, you hear it a lot. You hear it a lot. Um, nah, for me, I just never, I just always feel like I give it my all. Then when it's done, it's done. I have no regrets because I know I tried all I could and it's time to Mm. move on. Move on to the next chapter. What about you, Nisha? Hell no. There's no... (laughs) Come to the no, baby. (laughs) There's nobody. No. (laughs) Everybody that got away needed to get away. (laughs) Thank you. I love that punchline right there. I'm not about to cry over milk that's spilled. For what reason? <laughs> if you fumbled the bag, you fumbled the bag. Moving on, question number two. 
Connection, chemistry, attraction. What are your thoughts on these? That's a lot. Oh, those I like know. Three different things, though, like connection. Yeah, chemistry. I feel I feel like they overlap a bit because when I think yeah. of connection and chemistry, isn't that the same thing? The same. I I hear yeah. different people describe it in different ways, and like attraction, even. I don't know, recently I've got a whole different perspective on attraction. Oh, I've got a whole different take on it. I feel like when we think attraction, do you think looks or like physical looks? Is that what attraction is? I physical attraction. I don't think so. Because when I think attraction, I think like magnetism. You know, there's, I don't know, maybe this is me, my fairy tale world. But it always feels like a pull to something. When I think you're attracted to it, it's like it draws you in. And mm-hmm. that could even be like when you meet friends or a group of, let's say, people. There's always some people you're drawn to and it just makes so much sense. It's effortless. It flows. Mm-hmm. And then there's other situations where it feels like I have to almost tug and pull a bit and put in a bit extra work, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the attraction. When the souls just go, yeah, we align, we make sense, let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. And it kind of pulls you in. I feel like it's almost magnetic. And yeah. it's took me a while to realize whenever people say there was an attraction there was this I never really pieced it together then I was like how do I perceive this thing called attraction Mm -hmm. I was like it's almost like a magnet to me I'm not thinking physical looks or whatever it is and I feel like connection and chemistry it's like it's just like an ease a flow sometimes you can meet a complete stranger and it's like it feels like you name them forever Mm. and I feel like something like that I could potentially call chemistry and connection Mm -hmm. I don't know that's my take on it I think connection is when you have so many things in common like you grew up in the same town um you like the same food so there's a connection there that's common things that are connecting you guys and then Mm -hmm. attraction is different people are attracted by different things. Some people are attracted by looks. Some people are attracted by somebody's, maybe if they're charismatic, they get attracted Mm -hmm. to that. Some people are attracted to power, influence. So if somebody's influential, they'll be attracted to that. So I think it it differs from individual to individual, but sometimes it's like you might feel attraction and you can't articulate it. It's like, why am I? I hate that thing. (laughs) I hate it. Why? And sometimes when you look at the person is like, you know how they say there's a type? Yeah. You're not my type at all. But what is this? What's, <laughs> this? What's this pull? I hate it. I really yeah. do. Yeah, it overrides logic, right? It's like mm-hmm. a, it does. Thing. So what is the other one? The other the other one was chemistry. Chemistry. chemistry yeah. Right. So chemistry, I think, is like a dynamic. It's like when you guys see eye to eye on a lot of things and there's just almost like an ease of conversation and it's almost like they think, like when you're thinking something, they're already thinking that. So it's like you just, Uh, it's flowing. It's really flowing. uh, And sometimes, you you know, the person might not look like your type, but there's chemistry, you know? I've got a friend like that though. I've got a friend that we have, is I mean, can it go to friendships too? Doesn't it have to I be? I think so. Because I've I've got this friend. We have insane chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it can happen in friendships too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. But it's funny how they, I don't know. Maybe it's the world's way. They kind of just put these titles in a box. You know, like 
it has to be romantic settings. Mm. Like the yeah. whole soulmate thing, the whole chemistry thing. It has to be like boyfriend. When you start having it with maybe a friend, it's almost like, what is this? Like, we are, yeah. So it's just, it's an interesting observation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to have chemistry with your friends and there has to be some kind of connection with your friends in order for that friendship to even work and last. And mm-hmm. even if you're building a relationship, like it, I don't know, for me, I would want it to start off with some kind of, friendship and i don't say we have to be friends for like forever or for years but i want us to kind of be able to say i like you and i love you you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah after all of the the emotions and the little hormones that happen in the first three to six months kind of wear off i still yeah. want to be able to enjoy like my Being relationship with you. you and i feel like i could do that if we're friends so can anyway chemistry and connection I think it happens in friendship as well. And that's female, female friendships, male, female friendship, like whatever it is. I think it happens in friendship as well. But with attraction, Barbara, I think the same thing, like similarly that you have, that you said in the beginning about it, not just being like looks, like there's something that pulls you to the person Mm -hmm. that draws you to the person. And yeah, that's pretty much what I got to say about that. Do you know what? Alongside my self-work, whatever experiences and things, there was a point in time, Kit, you and I had this conversation over this summer where I was just like, what if sometimes you know you're attracted to toxic patterns? <laughs> okay, I know where this is going. <laughs> I think I noticed like a toxic pattern. And I was just like, hell no, this ain't gonna be me. No, baby, <laughs> this is not me. I am not the two, I am the one. So I was just like, no, Jesus, sweet baby Jesus, kick in, please. No. So I've noticed even with attraction, sometimes when it feels like it's pulling you in and things, I'm like, what if you're being drawn to something toxic? But then like, why? why i don't know i, know, I don't like, know i'm just like right like geez, there's always something that draws you to you know like people say like like spirits kind of attract each other like attract. i don't know if you guys yeah ever, yeah like like spirits attract so like there's some even in friendship like there's something in you that identifies with something in them something in someone else so i don't know what, what is it that, is what is that something like what i is came it? to i came to the conclusion that it's because i was emotionally unavailable I was attracting people that were emotionally unavailable so that I don't have to deal with anybody's bullshit. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I was just drawn slightly to people just that I'm emotionally unavailable because I'm emotionally unavailable. And it kind of just validates that for me so that I can just be like, yeah, well, I try to move it on, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't want that for myself right now or at that time anyway. So, yeah, I think sometimes we're drawn to certain attraction is not always a good thing yeah sometimes you're drawn to some toxic things too we we like we spirit beings and this physical body there's so much more to this life than just this physical body like energy is real and not in the like woo woo you know kind of (laughs) (laughs) kind of but energy like energy is real right for me like I know in the past a lot of relationships that I had when I was a lot younger it was like I was insecure and so I attract men who played on those insecurities and made me feel even more insecure like I've had I had this relationship with this guy he used to make me feel like it's a privilege to almost be with me like you know what I mean excuse me 
Exactly, right? Wow. So just based on where you are, like you you attract certain kind of energies. On a generational thing, sometimes yeah. you know, if you notice that some people it's like it runs in families, they yeah. just attract maybe alcoholics. Like the guy would hide it so and then they discover, like, oh my goodness, he's an alcoholic, and my, my mom did the same thing. Yeah, my mom did the same thing. So it's like, what what is this thing about like you're saying like we're spiritual beings, right? It's the like you open a postcode <laughs> for these things. Like they just find you. Like, tell me mm. about it. I feel like again that also dives in like your self work, your healing yeah. journey, that sort of thing. That's why it's so important. I, for me anyway, it's so important to take those those things seriously. Because now when I recognize it, I see it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've seen that pattern. So now when it happens to me, I see it. And I have a better way of approaching it. I feel yeah. like yeah, it's very good to know yourself in that sense. Yeah. So that you know, like, am my attraction is my attraction to this person stemming from a place of fear, mm-hmm. stemming from a place of anxiety, mm-hmm. um, stemming from a place where I have commitment issues or I'm emotionally unavailable. It's very mm-hmm. good to really work and try and figure out that for yourself. Or am I toxic? Or and especially when the other person is toxic, are you just trying to validate the fact that maybe you just meet toxic people and oh my god, poor me all the time? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes you get used to that narrative. So is that what you're doing? Yeah. Or are you trying to be a powerhouse and be like hell to the no? I deserve better. I know what I want. Mm-hmm. I know what I want. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you have to really do that for yourself. I think. Wait, aren't we all single? Yeah, well, I am. I love that for us. Talking about relationships and we're single. I know. (laughs) And I feel like sometimes people make it seem like everybody desires that. I don't. Not right now. And you know, you ever get in like a conversation with people or something and they're like, oh, are you seeing someone or are you with someone? You're like, oh, no. And they're like, oh, you meet someone soon. It's like, I don't want to what is this pity party i don't want to i'm not ready for it right now it's not in my frame wherever right now and i think that's okay too it's okay to embrace that because i feel like there's so much pressure in society on these things and it's like it's okay to say i don't want to right now i'm taking a breather i just want to be hot girl summer (laughs) do baby girl lifestyle do you baby but just yeah yeah, it's okay to say it's not for me right now you know These things never work when they're forced, forced, right? So when it happens, it happens. And it's like, it's uh, natural, not forced. So That's the thing. And I, I, my one big experience I've had as well, or something that I noticed that just didn't work for me was in the dating scene. It almost feels like I'm perform. We have to perform, tick the check boxes off. It does. Yeah. It wasn't flowing. It just wasn't doing what it needed to do for me. And I, mm-hmm. I tried, and I was just like, "Hell no, thank you, no thanks. I'm I'm good." And it's like, why does it always have to feel like that? It feels like, oh, so what? What are your values? Tick. What are your this? Great. Okay, now now we're together. Oh no, ah, that's dry. That's a dry life. No. It doesn't stimulate my mind or my my soul in any way. So thank you. 
And yeah. that's another thing I found, like, in the dating scene, it feels very performative. Do you think it's because of this whole dating websites thing? Because now people go on so many dates in a short space of time. And it's time. like they have to perfect their talk and they know what women want to hear. So mm. and you kind of have to, like, you're aware of your competition. So it's kind of like... Yeah. I've never have- been on a dating website, that okay. being said. I've never been on a dating website. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I just don't know. I I don't I don't think I enjoy just even meeting strangers and talking. That's the discomfort that comes with it for me. I'm so sorry. It's, it's so, not natural, is it? It's not. It's not natural. It's not. If it's say like a friend that, or maybe like an acquaintance, I wouldn't even say a friend that has changed into okay, let's get to know each other or something like that. Cool, but even that. Sometimes it can feel forced. I don't know. I just feel like whenever I've tried to just go on a date, oh, like consciously, let's go on a date, let's get to know someone or something. Yeah, maybe once in a while works for people, but it just feels like, ah, I'm I'm trying too much. Mm -mm." Like, you know, it just feels, it doesn't flow. It doesn't feel, or I don't know if, I just don't like them. Uh That could be that too. Because sometimes they're great, like the, on the book like what should be done they're doing all those things but i'm still like oh, something ain't mm, 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 no mm, mm. you know you what feel I like mean. there's a bit of digging that you need to do still because oh it's not flowing or they're on a hundred and i'm on like 0.5 yeah, they're trying too hard hard yeah. love bombing as well i feel like people always Yes. I mean, love bombing, sometimes you can look at it in a way like where it's a bit abusive or it comes from a place where people are really trying to put their best foot forward. It's like, oh, they'll be saying all the out there things. And I'm there like, how you feel like that? You know me for two days. <laughs> Is that normal? Not in two, but, not in two days. <laughs> I know. Then people not just be doing weeks. too exactly people just be doing too much i'm like ah no no it's just a no for me and if there's chemistry or connection or whatever great but sometimes it's like i literally don't know you you're actually a stranger why are you doing so much for me it just takes a lot for me to be comfortable around someone moving on compatibility what determines this different things for different people what could make you compatible with somebody could not be the same thing that make me compatible with somebody and not be the same thing to make kick compatible with somebody. I think it's just a matter of what you're like, what you want, what you're looking for. Um, do you guys have similar interests or similar values? And I think this is kind of the checklist thing you were kind of talking about. I think people people kind of carry it, carry that with them in the back of their minds all the time. Yeah. And they're kind of subconsciously going, Okay, do we have the same values? Do you have, do we have like for me? I would want somebody who has similar values as me, is goal oriented, um, considers their future, good friendships. That's important to me that you have good friendships because if you don't, I get a little, eh, I don't know. I just feel weird about that. But anyway, good friendships. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a matter of like, do we have yeah, do we have similar, do we have things in common? Not everything, but do we have, do we have certain things in common that would make us compatible? Our personality is compatible because that's a big thing too. Because you could, somebody could be great in other ways, but their personality kind of rubs you the wrong way. So like our personality is compatible. Are we going to butt heads too much? 
Mm -hmm. Or are we going to be able to go into kind of like an easy kind of flow? Because I would say like when the hormones wear off, I want to make sure that I still like you. Mm. Ain't no dopamine helping me out. <laughs> Oxytocin. Sure. Oxytocin. But wait, isn't that yeah, yeah. the love hormone? Oh, yeah. The love hormone. <laughs> For me, with compatibility, I think it's very personal. As like Nisha said, it just depends on you and what you want. And yeah. like, yeah, things that matter to you. I think values is a big one. Having the same val core values. Mm -hmm. One thing I keep seeing recently a lot, though, is attachment styles. Mm. Like, if your attachment styles are, this, are the same or if they work or whatever, I, I keep seeing that all over the internet recently. Mm. Uh -huh. I don't know. I feel like it's a fluid thing. If that's something you consider before you're compatible with someone or whatever, I feel like mm. attachment styles are very fluid. It changes different times in your life sometimes. Yeah, you may have the one you you were raised with whatever the those ones but i feel like sometimes you can even switch from being like an avoidant attachment style to being very secure depending on who you're around uh -huh. i'm True. going off topic with this one but i feel like maybe like sometimes the things we see on the internet and things like that you don't have to soak it all in like a sponge you know um, yeah maybe you may take the attachment style um test and you may be an avoidant but best believe it can change for you to be a secure in a secure attachment and i feel like sometimes people think it's if you're that kind of attachment style maybe it just means you have um commitment issues or whatever it is but one thing that recently has come to my attention is sometimes it's not that you have issues you just mm -hmm. haven't met the person that meets your needs yet or meets your requirements yet mm -hmm. and don't let anybody tell you or you want too much or you're too difficult or no because best believe when you get a glimpse of what you really want it makes so much sense because like there's so many people i've come across and i'm just like nah this just doesn't do it for me and recently got a glimpse of the qualities that could potentially I, I want in someone and suddenly i was like wait i don't have commitment issues i really just haven't found what i'm looking for exactly that's mm -hmm. it because when you get a glimpse of that you feel secure your heart is at ease yeah. your anxiety whatever it is it's like ah, i just haven't found what i'm looking for yet so mm -hmm. i feel like yeah as much as we soak up all these things the all this information that we hear it's also good to not gaslight yourself into thinking oh i'm just an avoidant i just have commitment issues that yeah it's good to unpack that and see what that is is it stemming from a place where you're self-sabotaging or that sort of thing or is it actually coming from things that is like yeah i'm just a bit more wary because of experiences or whatever but when i do see what i want and when i do have that in frame it all falls away and suddenly i'm so secure because suddenly i feel so safe mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's good to really weigh all those things as well mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. yeah swayed from the topic there a bit but in terms of compatibility values i think for me would be one of the big things yeah but you know what Definitely. really puzzles me is when people say uh i might get a little flack for this one but when they say like oh i'm a sagittarius and i'm not gonna date a pisces or something i beg you please go away with that i don't understand you're toxic you're all oh, people try and base off their toxic behavior 
over their zodiac sign. I beg you, please. I beg you, please go that way with that one. What? No, it's just no. It's like going on a date. They just ask what's your star sign. Like I've seen women who do this, and they're like, they think I don't understand that. I'm committed to it. Yeah, like they'd be like, for me, what do this? What's your sign? I know. For me, what rubs me? Oh, I see. I understand why you Aquarius. Really? You know what rubs me is when they use it to justify toxic behavior. Like grow up. Take accountability, be a healthy human being, play your part. Because if you're going to use that to justify, oh, um, I'm a whatever it is, I'm a this, that's why, you know, I don't, that's why I ignore people. I'm a this, that's why I'm so rude. That's why I come across so rude. Good for you. Just don't be near me with that. (laughs) Fix it. No, just fix it. It's fix like, it. Recognize it. Okay, so fix it now. Take take accountability. You're grown. Yeah. It's embarrassing. You're being very embarrassing. <laughs> Jesus. Juicy. Would you ever make the first move? I feel like this narrative for women for women change a lot. I mean, yeah. the where the world is now. I don't know. I would. I would make the I'm a go get the baby. If I'm feeling you, you gonna know. I mean, I'll think about it first, process yeah. it, Mm-mm-mm. and I'll, I'll lay it on you. That's that's what I think. I don't know. I, like, I mean, kudos I, to the women out there who kind of I would got the guts to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could. I don't think I could. I don't think Charlotte? I could. I don't yeah, would you? Not, not for me, darling. No, I could not. I need to know. I need to know that you're really after me, like you really like me, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I need that pursuit it, to me it's very yeah. i need that pursuit i need it what if they're like being a bit slow and then we don't we're not rhythming what's the word it's not flowing sorry i feel like if i if i really like someone i i would just say are you single <laughs> you want to mingle okay i need i i need some good pickup lines help me out ladies First of all, I I can't help you because I pick it up your body. I'm just I feel like I don't I wouldn't know, and I can't I can't. But I know women who have done it and it's worked. And but I've done it. I think it's a difference between like I wouldn't pursue Uh, somebody like I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. That's the thing. It's an issue with hinting. Maybe I'll maybe I'll hint. I'll hint or I'll tell you. I'll point blank tell you. Then yeah. where it goes from there, how it drives from there, it's in your hands. I oh, ain't about Barbara, to chase you, though. Would you tell a stranger, or are you talking about someone you've known for a while? Trust me, <laughs> if I like you, I've probably known you for a while. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't that just do that. Different. Yeah, if I like you, I've probably known you for a while, and uh, I'm thinking, listen, this person's taking too long. I'm just going to shoot my shot, as they say. <laughs> And if I tell you and you're still, you know, you're not stepping up to it, you're not feeling it, that's okay. I can take that. Are you not afraid that you might ruin the dynamic or you might make things awkward after that? No, because the dynamic is I want you. (laughs) I want to be with you. That's what I want. That will make me happy. So if you don't want me to, then okay, cool. We don't even have to be friends because now it's all true. 
because now it's because awkward. Kid, I mean, consider it if if it was if the rules were reversed, it would kind of be the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if it matters. But I would if try you, if you're like in a say you're out, right? You're out. You're at a restaurant, a pub, whatever, right? And you see someone across the room, and you're like, oh, this person is attractive. I see him a little, you know, I could, this person seems like someone I might be interested in. Would you approach that person? Okay, that one is hard. I might, like, yeah. give eye contact. Maybe try to be flirtatious if I can. But I don't know. I don't think I'll do that. Go out my way and get up and say, hey, if I somehow see you somewhere else or we bump into each other again, <laughs> that's faith. That's a sign. <laughs> this is divine intervention. I'm a pro in that one. I might seize the moment and shoot my shot because then I've seen you a few times or whatever. But if it's just, yeah, just like that, nah. I, yeah. I, I don't think I'll do that. Mind you, I've only done this once. It was so weird. that We were like so young as well. I, was, I think I was like 18. And I sent my friend to this boy and I was like, tell him your friend likes him. Tell him your friend likes <laughs> him. That's so funny. I feel like... It depends. I think I would. If it's someone I know, like I'll observe over a period of time and things, then I'll just shoot my shot, man. And yeah. if from there, how it goes from there is dependent on you. If you want this, we gonna do this. If not, then it's okay. Life must go on, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I saw somebody say like Christian women uh, don't be so religious to the point that you can't even flirt when you see... <laughs> A guy <laughs> you like, and I'm just thinking, oh my god! But how how, how would you flirt though? Like how like how? I feel like I'm such a bad flirt, Jesus! Yeah, I'm oh, such a your neck broken? <laughs> someone someone once told me <laughs> that my flirting style is like childlike. Oh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> because I'm not about to be like, hi. Like, what it's not about to be? be. It's childlike. Like, I think when people think flirting, they think like sexual, whatever, like, or like hints or things. I couldn't do that, you see, because yeah. I don't know you like that. But I'll be childlike. I'll be like, oh, you're cute. <laughs> uh, I'll be like, oh, I love your smile. You have such an infectious smile. If you can't take the hint that I like you from that. What do they want you to do? Yeah, no. Flip your hair. <laughs> How would you guys flirt then? I think it's in the eyes, right? Yeah. It's it's all the eyes can do all the talking, darling. Like eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you know if something's gonna happen if you have that initial eye contact. Like it's mm. just yeah. You can you can feel it in your soul, like yeah, pulling me in deep down in your soul, or yeah, if it's like hmm, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. Oh, hmm. did you see like oh that movie? My favorite movie, Memoirs of the Geisha, when the um, the mentor is training the young geisha. She said, "You're ready." when you know you can flirt with with men so she's like mm. it's in the eye so when she's like walking down the street then she, this guy catches her attention she, he was on a bicycle and he had those you know when they carry so many things on the bicycles in japan and things 
And then the guy fell over. Like, because she just gave him the look. And then. Apparently, apparently you need to hold the gaze as well for a while. Like, look (laughs) through the soul. Be like, I'm looking at you. You don't want to seem creepy. That's a fine line. It's a fine line. That's the thing. The thing is, for me, I'll try that. And knowing how awkward I am, I'll have a blinking fit. I'll just be blinking. (laughs) Suddenly, that's when I need to blink. (laughs) So I guess that's the end of this episode. It's good to know we can't flirt. (laughs) We need flirting classes one on one. Yeah. So send us your flirting flirting classes. Yeah, no blinking. Uh, no, no blinking fits. Nothing, cause me knowing me, eye contact. I'll be like, that's when my eyes want to blink. Okay. <laughs> they start to water. Your eyes start to. Water. I know, I know. Then I gotta cry now. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.